It was a brick by brick and a stone by stone. Rome wasn't built in a day, it wasn't done alone. See, the spirit is the merit and the mind is the home. It takes a whole village to get a child out this home. Yes, to be a great man without good instructions, a surefire way to lead a life of destruction. Let's be honest, sit down and tune in. Put an hour of your life into some instruction. Greetings, 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 and salutations, my beautiful souls and spirits. Thank you for returning. This is Black Velvet coming through your airwaves, and you are listening to Menstruction, the place where the men of today build the structures for the men of tomorrow, where we have the everyday conversations and turn them into building bricks for the fortification that is you. You like that? I like that. You know, I maybe as time goes on, that'll become more concise. We'll make it a little bit it cleaner. But I, I don't know. I like it. I think we can make that the tagline. Uh-huh. Yes. So we're going to get right into it today. Um, but before I jump right into it, I do want to say this is an episode on the go. Uh, meaning that there might be some extraneous background noises throughout. Um, just focus on the content, you know, but I'm outside today. Um, I It's a beautiful day. We're starting to emerge from this coldness, hopefully. So I wanted to do an episode outside. I like to do activities that are commonly done inside, outside, if possible and feasible. So we're doing an episode on the go today. Now, Let's get right into it. So today, today is February 14th, the infamous holiday. I do not acknowledge it as a holiday, but some do known as Valentine's Day. Now, I thought about how I was going to approach the topic. I, I, I thought at one point that I would sit down and do some research and, and, and brief you guys on the history of Valentine's Day to make a point. But then I, just, I thought about it. And I was like, man, that makes me sound bitter. <laughs> I'm trying to prove a point that felt a little too woke for me. And then I thought about, you know, honestly, what was really going to turn into a vent session about my personal concessions about Valentine's Day. But then I don't have the trauma. Uh, um, there's no trauma involved with Valentine's Day, believe it or not. From a principled perspective is where a lot of my personal gripes come from with it. I mean, it's 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 a consumer holiday, right? It, it's it's it is there. It is it is a, a a structure of capitalism. That's all it is. It's to determine how much money can you make off of the suckers that are us guys who are usually construed as not remembering, not caring about our significant others, except for the days in which we can purchase material goods. And that in itself is a whole separate conversation. I don't even want to go into that. What I really want to go into is kind of a guide of sorts of how, as a guy, I think it would be the responsible and respectful way to navigate Valentine's Day. But I also want to jump into a little bit deeper and take it to another layer where we get behind the principles of it. Because what I feel like 
from the things that I've seen and the conversations that I've heard, a lot of us guys are not approaching Valentine's Day and those kinds of events from a principled standpoint. And that's very important. As a man, being able to stand on your principles is an, in many ways what makes you you. What makes you the rock, right? What, what makes you reliable? What makes you stable is your principles, your values. What Those are the things, like, like we promote here, those are the building bricks, right? But more so, the reason I call them building bricks is because it is a, a relatively analogous structure that is comprised of materials that when they come together and are put together with each other, they create a stronger fortification together. And that's what your principles and values do for you when you have them and when you have good ones. Because we all know the expression, the weakest link breaks the chain, right? And so it 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 works the same way with your your values and your principles. If you have certain steadfast ones and you have certain higher quality ones, but you try to pair them with lesser ones or some that you brush to the wayside from time to time, then you are, you're not very reliable, right? You're not, you don't really stand for much as a man. And that's something that you have to realize. And I would like to believe most of us do realize moving forward as we develop ourselves, develop our own values and recognize your self-worth. And more importantly, you have examples of men who have that kind of structure and who have those values and principles. You start to see those things. So that makes much of the difference. But with all that being said, coming back to the central point, a lot of us especially us at this time in our lives coming from my perspective as young men when it comes to approaching those kinds of if we're being honest more female oriented you know events holidays you know things like anniversaries birthdays to a degree you know valentine's day those kinds of things that tend to be centered more on the woman and tend to be portrayed as having a deeper emphasis towards the woman. We kind of go at it from a a stereotypical approach of what we believe should be expected of us as men. What we believe we're supposed to do from a commercial perspective. What we've seen on, you know, shows and movies and and honestly what a lot of the advertisement shows Right. Everyone's heard. I know everyone's heard this one right here. Every kiss begins with K. Right. Everyone's heard that one. And that that in itself. And I again, we're not I'm, I'm going to try not to dive too much into the esotericism of a lot of these ads and, and you know, the psychology behind it. Although maybe at some point I do a future episode talking about those kinds of things. But it really that was made so that there was a, a a subliminal connection made with diamonds and whatever other kind of jewelry sold at K Jewelers 
and make the connection that when you think of K Jewelers and you're going in to get whatever you're getting out of there, you think of your significant other, you think of your loved one, you think of times like a Valentine's Day, like a birthday, like an anniversary where this is how you show and express that love. And we've all seen the ads where, you know, it's usually a couple and the guy goes and he gets the most opulent or most unique piece of whatever to bring to his lady and gives it to her. And, and she's all surprised and excited. And then there's that union. They come together. They embrace. There's a kiss. I, there should be a kiss because in the ad uh, in the tagline. So they do that. And you have that subliminal, even if it's something that you really don't pay attention to to like that there's that subliminal connection where you hear it even again when you hear just that tagline there's that essence of this is an expression of affection this is a way this is an acceptable let's make that very clear this is considered to be an acceptable way for me as a man to show affection to my female counterpart and doesn't and I specifically say female counterpart because it's not just your significant other. That's usually what it's geared towards, but it very much so can be a female relative, you know, an aunt, mother, grandmother caters to them, too. And so then that turns into a subliminal confirmation that when it comes time for me to step up to not only acknowledge whatever event that I am now shopping for, whatever event that I am trying to celebrate and show that I am acknowledging, that I care for, that I respect, that I cherish. That's the confirmation. That's a confirmed, acceptable expression. Well, I can go and get this product. I can get this item. I can get that item. And I know from a, at least a general perspective, it will be appreciated. And that's how we turn. And that's the first point I want to get to how the values become so shallow and artificial because they're built on pale materialism. Let's just let's just be honest about it. It's built upon shallow, pale, air, paper thin materialism. And by no fault of our own, I, I want to make that very clear, too. It is not our faults that in a lot of ways, these values and the expectations are so materialistic in nature. It's just how it's been presented. And it's how it's been presented for a very long time. And it's how it's passed down generationally. That's how it's passed down. That that communication and representation you see from people you look up to and respect and even advice you may have been given like, hey, you know, we I, I'm sure most of us, men especially, have heard, you know, when it comes to, Again, Valentine's Day in specific, make sure you get some flowers, right? Make sure you get some flowers. Why? How many of us have ever received an explanation as for why you should get flowers other than that's the tradition? That's the expectation. That's what it's been. 
And there's nothing wrong with tradition, but some traditions you have to question. How did they become tradition? And why is that tradition? That's customary, right? That's the that's that's what they're accustomed to, which means that's where the line, the baseline is set for the value, because that's what it's always been. But why? And I had this thought the other day as I was in the store, I was unlucky enough to get caught in the store on Valentine's Day, not even doing any Valentine's shopping, just needed to grab a few items and the store was packed. <laughs> Everyone. And, you know, of course, you got your last minute stragglers, of course, mostly men in there picking up flowers, cars, anything that's pink, red or purple. Plenty of that. And as I was in there. And I saw that and I saw the items and the heart shaped this and the uh, brightly colored that and the cheesy message on this. I thought about it and I was like, man, how many of these guys are in here and they're in here last minute because they just feel like this is obligatory. It's something I have to do because that's what the status quo is. That's what is expected. That's what's customary. That's what that's what the tradition is, because I know in the back of my mind, that's where the bar is set. That's the expectation. I got to bring you something. Not necessarily. I have to do something, although for some they do take it that step further, too, where it's like, OK, I I'm going to do something to represent my love. But the, the thing about it is and what I was thinking is on that base level, it comes down to. I owe you something. I feel like I owe you something. And that never that has never sat right with me. And, and I think it is indicative of a larger issue going back to the artificiality of it all. I owe you something and I owe you something on this day in specific. But I don't know why. But in the back of my mind, I feel like I'm obligated to give you something, to do something unique and amazing for you. Why is that? And as I was thinking about it too, the other thing I was thinking about is the, as an example, the flower thing. You get a bouquet of flowers, usually roses. But then I was thinking, and it was based on a conversation I had with my guy, and I made the joke, I was like, well, what happens for those guys who want to go and get the roses, but you're like all the other guys that shop last minute, and so you don't, there are no roses left in the store you go to. So you go to the florist, flower section, and you're like, hey, you know, I'm looking for a bouquet of roses. I'm like, yeah, of course, you and every other guy has been here today. Well, we're out. It's like, oh, damn, well, uh, what else do I get? And most of us, for being honest, we don't know about the different variations of flower. So it's like, okay, well, I'll just grab anything, right? As long as it seems presentable enough. And it's like, but why is that the case? Why do you have to get flowers? And the thought process I had, let's say you go out of your way last minute and you get flowers for someone who then doesn't even necessarily care for flowers like that who doesn't have a green thumb and so you go out of your way doing all this last minute stuff to get flowers for an individual that you love to show affection and respect and appreciation but they don't even they don't they don't tend to they don't have a green acre in their body right there they can't take care of flowers every any, any plant or anything they've ever had dies 
You know, better off just keep hugging her up with a cactus. Park it in the corner somewhere. Water it once a quarter. <laughs> Call it a day. Right. And so you get flowers and it's like, what's the point? It doesn't last. And I'm sure some of you would be like, well, it's about the thought, right? It's a thought that matters. It's, it's because you took the consideration to go and get it. Okay. But even that to me seems short-sighted because the thought is I felt like I had to get you something on this day because the expectation, the custom has been set that I have to get something for you materially to show my affection or I have to do something for you obligatorily to show my affection. That's the thought. That's the thought that matters because the thought that's supposed to be there is I love you. I cherish you. I appreciate you. You are a major factor in my life. That's usually not the sentiment. Let's just be honest. I would say for 90% of guys who are getting these things on that day, that's not the thought process. That's not how you're approaching it. And that's not to say that as men, we don't feel that way. Because I would also assume at the very least, if you're going through that much, you probably care to some degree. So it's there, but it's not being expressed in that time and through those actions. So what's the point? And that is the issue. We're not approaching these things from a principled standpoint. And it is, while it's not our fault that the essence of that day and the holiday, whatever you want to call it, is built upon artificiality and materialism. It is our fault if we allow it to continue. And it is our fault if we then play into the process and help maintain it and propagate it. That is on us. Because at some point, you have to step up and really ask yourself, why am I doing this? What does it mean? Why is this important? Is it important? Is this the best way that I can be demonstrating and setting that foot forward for me and my significant other or whatever loved one it applies to? And that's where your principles come into play. Because for any man, when you make any major real decision, the only thing we really have to go off of is your principles your base principles, your foundation of beliefs. That's what we have to step that, that I, at the end of the day, that is our Bible. That's our Quran. That's our playbook. That's our, our, what, I realized in editing Ford, what I was uh, trying to say here guide was the, to the hitchhiker's yeah, guide to the galaxy, guide to the galaxy, an obscure reference. something universe. I, know. I can't even remember when it comes to making our, decisions the real ones though that's what shapes the direction our principles and our values what is it that we stand for and stand upon and so if you're not making your best step forward and you're not coming at that situation from a perspective of okay this is the principled approach this is me demonstrating I love you. This is a this is a specific way of me being able to show 
how unique and amazing and wonderful and important you are to me. Because that's a principled approach. You have to put thought into that. There's reflection required for that thought process. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in that process on a Valentine's Day. That doesn't happen most of the time. And I'm not talking about, and, and just to briefly address them, I know there are exceptions. I know there are guys out there who look at it and they're like, hey, this is a freebie. This is a day where I get to go out of my way, be creative, be unique, show a certain degree of affection and, and appreciation to a significant other and a loved one. And so I'm going to go all out because I would do that anyways. I believe that and feel this way anyways. So this just gives me an opportunity to step it up a notch and go all out. We're not talking about them. That's the exception. And I know guys that do that. But coming at things from a principal perspective is crucial. And that's the difference between having a, well, it's a thought that counts kind of gift. And it, and wow, you put a lot of thought into this kind of gift. Now that shows your character. That's where I'm going with this. You have to demonstrate your character as a man to stand out and to be most appreciated by your significant other. I was watching a podcast recently to lifelong friends, to married men, and they had given surveys to each of their wives respectively. And, you know, kind of base level questions, you know, favorite trait, least favorite trait. How did you know I was the one? Um, you know, what is it that I do great with the kids? What is the most memorable thing? Those kinds of questions. And I, as I was listening through, it was very entertaining to me to hear the similarities and the differences between the things that their wives had responded with, but also how just about all those things came back to how each man was unique and how he demonstrated and, and, and help upheld himself based off of his principles. Cause these two guys obviously, obviously knew each other very well and are great friends and mesh well together creatively and all that good stuff, but are obviously two individuals and very different people, different men. And yet they both are able and were able to demonstrate very properly to their wives in their own way, their character, their values to an extent where their wives who weren't their wives at the time when they met them got to a point where they said, yeah, that's the one for me. Those are the values that I'm looking for in a man. That is a man who demonstrates characteristics that I want to nourish and help flourish that I want to help support and fortify and that I want to be a part of my life. And even one of them, one of their wives had even said or on the question of how'd you know that he was the one? And part of her answer, she had alluded to how she had other options and how she was talking to other guys at the time that she was talking to him. But she chose him because of, as she was saying, just how unique he was, how he stood out from all the other guys of which she was talking to. She, as a matter of fact, the word she used was he was enigmatic. 
he stood out in such a way and was just so different and, and outlandish and unique that she couldn't she could not pass up on that opportunity she had to choose him and for the other guy even kind of on the same accord she said about him his wife said about him that he's a magnetic spirit so she was drawn to him quite literally again because of who he was in his character his principles and so that's what it takes for us men to make that impact because women notice they're very detail oriented we all know this we tend to make jokes about it when it's on the things we don't want them to catch and the details we don't want them to see when certain things are not put back where they're supposed to be you know when we leave cabinets open in the house you know we wear certain things and it's like yeah that doesn't that doesn't fit or that's kind of old manish or that's tacky you know those details that were like oh my god like get off me but they notice for the for better and for worse and when it comes to those more interpersonal things they're really in tune with that kind of stuff because that's what's at their core and so if you're trying to appeal to those kinds of people if you're trying to appeal to women who on their base level are more in tune with the interpersonality with the uniqueness of character demonstrated by principles and values in a marketplace of many other guys who are in their own way demonstrating who they are if you want to stand out and be remembered and appreciated you have to do it from a principled standpoint why simply because in order to differentiate yourself and to really be appreciated that's what it takes yeah if you want to be remembered if you want to have that essence if you want to get that i won't forget it because you put a unique spin on it you brought that an energy that only you as the man you are could bring to it and that's what i feel like the essence of a valentine's day should be what the essence of those anniversaries birthdays whatever other events that fit into that category that's how you should approach them that's where the emphasis should be placed it's not because that's not economically viable that's not what's successful that's not the most marketable it's the most realistic and it is the most sustainable in the real world but we have to recognize that and realize that and a lot of us we go through with the rose tinted glasses we got our blinders on and we just we jump in line and we we follow with the path we go down the road as it as we are instructed as we see everybody else doing we get in line we conform just on average it has to work because it's the middle of everything and so again can you go the materialistic route of course millions of men do it every year they buy the necklaces the bracelets the tennis bracelets the 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 watches some women like watches too you know they get the the bouquets or whatever other items can even go to the extreme end for the guys who go way outside of their budget and honestly beyond the value of the relationship itself buying birkin bags jimmy choo shoes <laughs> whatever other items i don't know i'm not big on the brand names but you know what i'm referring to those things 
to just show to show I care to show, hey, pick me. I'm unique. I care. I should be chosen over the other guy. I stand out. I'm more unique. That's the essence that we are trying to convey because it's a it's a competitive area. It's a competitive zone, even with your significant other that you may already have and you've succeeded with. And that's with you. There's still that competitive. Now, not so much you're competing with other guys, although to a lesser degree you still are. But now I'm competing with myself or in this case, you're competing with yourself to top what you did before. And to continue, now it's about sustaining it, continue to demonstrate, I love you, I care, I'm your number one. And you are my number one. To demonstrate that to you, as Stevie Wonder said, yes, I got some honeysuckle chocolate dipping kisses full of love for you. But that's how, that's how that happens. And that's how you create that. It's not with the materialistic things. That's artificial. That falls to the wayside very easily. And it does. It does. Again, women notice. They can tell when you don't put the thought in. What they don't always understand is the psychological and, and the actual mental behalf of it, which is why I want to break it down here. Because I genuinely believe they don't always realize that there's a brainwashing factor to it where you've just seen that all the time that's just what you believe is customary and it's not that we don't care a lot of us do care because the reality is if we really don't care you ain't getting shit <laughs> you're not getting anything i'm not even going to consider it i won't even acknowledge it because i don't care it won't it's not going to happen so the usually more times than not if anything's happening if i got you anything i care even if it was the most paltry, simple, cheapest of things, I went through the effort to do it because no man is going to put effort into anything that he doesn't see there being or at least believes there can be a favorable outcome from that results can be generated from. It's just not going to do it. There are too many things that require that of us. We're not going to do it. And so if he's getting you anything, then. There is a level of concern and care there that that's that's for certain. But sometimes it is misconstrued that because it's just material, that that level of concern and thought and depth isn't there. And it is. But we as men don't know how to express that because the example has not been presented. What we have seen is the materialism, the artificiality, the shallow side of it, which isn't that we want to convey those feelings that our appreciation and love is only skin deep. Not at all. That's what at its base level, though, those things were meant to convey. We just miss it because we're like, well, man, we keep being told that this is what works. I don't even know if they still use this um, tenant, but. I think it was three months salary you put into your wedding ring or engagement ring, whichever it is. And that's just the custom. That's what you put into it. 
And that's what's been passed down and passed down. That's what you've heard. And that's what you've seen. And that's the status quo. That is that's the regular. And so when 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 all else fails, when I don't know where to go where I'm just not sure what would be most unique or honestly, a lot of us just want to play it safe and we don't want to get it wrong. So we go with what has always been present presented as working. We'll get the tennis bracelet. Get the K. Every kiss begin. Get the K jewelers. Go to Tiffany's if you can afford Tiffany's. Get the Birkins. All of those things because that's what is presented to us. That is what's propagated. That's what's subliminally forced in our minds, not just from the media, but also from people in our personal lives and circles. That's what's pushed to us. That's what you got to do. And so that's what happens. But realistically, it's not that we don't care and it's not that we're not putting that type of thought into it. We just don't know of other forms of expression. So that's what happens. And this complication with expressing ourselves then ekes out into other parts of the relationship. In other parts and in other relationships in general, when it comes to expressing ourselves. Because a lot of time it's too cut and dry. Things about how men are supposed to respond and react are put into too many boxes. And that's a different conversation for another episode. But where I do want to go with it is what can be done differently. First off, men, we have to communicate with each other. And I've said this before, and I'm going to keep saying it. And it's something that will be continually said here on this platform. We have to communicate our feelings with each other more. Honestly and earnestly. I'm going to put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Honestly and earnestly. We have to share our real feelings with each other more often. Why? Because it's a learning experience. Not just to get it off our chest and to build the bond and to create that community. As I address in another episode, go listen to that if you haven't already. But because we learn different forms of expression from each other. Because we can put our heads. It's like a writer's room on a sitcom or in a movie or, or for a movie. And you have all these wonderful minds in one space. But if they didn't bring their own creative spins to it, then you'd probably get significantly less dynamic scripts. And then you don't have movies that push boundaries and, 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 and break norms and then eventually break box office records. That does that wouldn't happen. And so for us to be these amazing, standout, unique, you know, desirable men that everyone's trying to get to, well, you got to start from the base level, the building bricks. Hello. <laughs> the foundation. Hello. You got to start from those things. And on that level, that's that's where we can make that change. We got to be honest with each other. If you did something unique for your significant other and it worked out and it went, it went really well and, and it was obviously something that got a good reception and it wasn't materialistic, share that. And not just share it, but talk about how it made that person feel. Talk about how it made you feel. Talk about all of that. 
Break that down because that's what it takes. So that's the first part. We have to be more transparent with each other about those things, about our feelings in those spaces. If you want to do something that you think is out of the box for somebody in that arena, run it by some run it by some of your fellas, some of your homies, some of your guys. Run it by. Talk about it. Be honest about it. That that's the first thing. From there, we really have to consider how we represent ourselves. And what that means is evaluating yourself, evaluating your foundation, evaluating and assessing your identity. We gotta work on that. And it's a lifelong process, but constantly evaluating and assessing our identity is so crucial to that because how, how can you differentiate yourself? How can you express yourself in a way that's going to make you stand out over other guys for whoever it is that you're trying to show love to if you don't even know what makes you unique? You don't know. There's a reason that in the animal kingdom, the lions know that they are to be untouched. There's a reason why you go and you look on those nature documentaries and you're learning about how the food chain works and all that and you see how sly and how with how much swagger the lions move around with and let their nuts hang free quite literally if you look not saying you should be looking during those nature documentaries but quite literally let their nuts hang free the way they do because the lion knows that in comparison to the gazelles that in comparison to the hyenas and whatever else lions prey on antelope they know that i have the animalistic prowess over them i have the hunter the hunting skills i am the lion i reign supreme in this arena because the lion knows what the lion has and what the lion is capable of if the lion didn't know that the lion doesn't go out and take the risk that the lion does to protect and hunt and feed for the family. If you don't believe that, you don't know that. It's the same thing for men. We cannot make those strides for ourselves if we don't know what we're about. How are you going to step out and differentiate yourself for your crew, for your pack, if you don't know what you're about? And going back to the previous point as well, why it is crucial for us to communicate those things again, to not only help each other assess and evaluate each other's identity, because now we can make have a healthy comparison, but also so we can create examples. Okay, this is what healthy communication looks like. This is what healthy expressions of affection look like. We can demonstrate that. It's possible for us to do that when we communicate those things. Now we can have people who feel more comfortable passing down those lessons and those processes. Because that word of mouth is powerful and it has always been powerful in the realm of men. If you think back to the great philosophers, the Plato's, the Aristotle's, the Hippocrates and so on and so forth. Part of the reason they're so prolific historically is because they shared their lessons by teaching and mentoring. They shared 
the things that they learned, the theories and theses that they had, they took them and they shared those things with the younger generations of men. They had protégés. And those protégés themselves took those lessons, took those ways of thinking, took those different processes of approaching life's issues, and they became their own intellectual leaders. I mean, you think about any of the prolific, life-changing historical men, the Edisons, the Heisenbergs, so on and so forth, they all had intellectual leaders that led them in the direction that put them onto the successes and breakthroughs that they made. But for some reason, we've reached this point where as men, we feel like we don't need to share like that anymore. We feel like that's not mutually beneficial. It's symbiosis. We need each other to make it work. It's crucial. It's key. Now for the ladies, the women, the female type humanoids, here's the first thing. Let's just going right off of the communication point. Let's just be upfront, open and honest about what your expectations are when it comes to the gift giving space. I'm aware that for some of you, your love language quite literally is gift giving. And there's nothing wrong with that. Depending on who you're with, that might make things easier. But even if that's not the case, you all think about these things in depth. You put weeks, months, years, lifetimes of thought into these kinds of things. And we know that because if we don't get it according to your plan, we pay for it for weeks, months, years, and lifetimes. <laughs> so it's there. Why don't you just convey those things to the individual that you're expecting them from? You got to be honest and earnest. You have to be honest and earnest. Do that. Be honest about what is what you're looking for, what you feel like you desire and you deserve. Because I promise you, it'll put you on a path way closer to what you're looking for, because it's clear. And that's just a communication breakdown. Quite honestly, that's very easily solvable. It's not cute. You being elusive and mysterious, it's not cute. If that's what it is, if there's a belief that that makes you somehow more alluring by being elusive, it's not. That makes it more difficult for everybody. Don't. State what it is that you're looking for. Don't make us guess if we don't have to because we are terrible at the game. Clearly. So just say it. This is what I, this is what I would like. Do it in whatever way you want to. Now, if you're expecting something that you just want to be heartfelt and unique and is related to something that's interpersonal between the two of you, say that too. But also make it very clear that that means, if that's what it means, that that man has free reign. Meaning I'm not expecting anything in specific. I'm putting it in your hands. Surprise me. If that's what type of time it is, let him know. Be honest. Secondarily, going with that, lead by example. First of all, if you're not the type to give your man gifts, you're already starting in a bad place. It's all about the equality angle now. Whatever wave of feminism it is or the societal standards as they stand right now, 
women want to be on the level of men in a lot of areas and or feel like they're superior. And I'm not placing any judgment either way, but that just seems to be what the social norm is approaching. Okay, well, that has to go both ways. If your expectation is that you get the most bomb gifts, lead by example, give him gifts. Show him what it looks like to get a gift that's heartfelt, unique, considerate. Show him what that looks like. And there's two major reasons that that's going to benefit your cause. A, like I've already said, you are demonstrating what that looks like. So now you're putting that marker in his mind. I have a point of reference. Okay, that's what that looks like if I do it right. But then the more important part that a lot of you still overlook is the emotional attachment. Yes, we are emotional creatures too. Yes, we are human beings that feel emotion too. Yes, it's real. I know, we've all been bamboozled. But yes, when you make him feel good by cherishing him, by giving him gifts in the way that you want to receive... That sticks with us. That sticks with us, honestly, more so than any of the other things that I've stated thus far. Then giving reminders, then even creating an example. When you give us that feeling, oh, man, it's like it's like being sent to another planet. It's better than the best dish we've ever eaten. The best sex we ever had. The best kind of respect you could get from your homies and counterparts is better than all of that because we feel cherished we feel appreciated that sticks and when you can invoke that feeling in one of us we want to return it let me say it again when you invoke that feeling we want to give it back we want to do that because that's that attachment is something that is so hard to find and so hard to derive naturally that when it happens, sometimes we don't even know how to let it go. And that's why a lot of us get into the toxic relationships that we're in because we're riding that feeling, riding that wave, that that one great moment we had five years ago. That one thing you said, that one day where you came and you did everything that I wanted and I didn't even know I wanted, and I'm still holding on to that feeling. You ain't even treat me like shit. You don't respect me. Don't call me by my name. But I'm still here because, you know, you do. You were that person that one time, and I'll never forget it. So the, the evidence is there. We all know it. We've all seen it. We, we latch on to that. So do that. I'm giving you the secrets, okay? If you want to use it for selfish means, fine. Don't use it nefariously. But if you want to use it selfishly, like, well, okay, if I make him feel good, he damn sure going to make me feel good because I, I gave him what he needed. Correct. Absolutely. You understand the assignment. Lead by example. That then shows how it's su supposed to work, and now you're creating that emotional component which now makes him, going back to combating the other issue, now that gives us a reason to think more introspectively and get over the artificial basis, the materialism, the shallowness that comes with the general gift exchange. 
Now there's a reason to think deeper. Now there's a reason to put more effort into it, which is what you all desire. And honestly, a lot of you do deserve. That's how you get that. So we all got to We all have work to do. We all have to change our perspective on the matter. But that starts by understanding. It starts by understanding. We have to step back sometimes and really consider what the circumstances are. It doesn't have to be elusive. It doesn't have to be scary. You don't have to be apprehensive. And ladies, neither do you. You don't have to feel like you're going to be disappointed. You don't have to feel like it's it's like walking the horse to water. It doesn't have to be that way. It shouldn't be that way. But let's really try to understand where each other is coming from and how we get there. This has been another episode of Menstruction. Thank you for taking another hour of your time with me. I hope that I have only been able to provide you with another beneficial brick to fortify the structure that is you incorporated. And thank you for also being with me here on this attempt at a, a episode on the go. We're going to rock with it. We're trying things. So keep building. Keep moving. Keep thinking. I love y'all. I love all of you. Each and every one of you. I'm Black Velvet.